Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is about the outbreak of a new coronavirus that has killed nine people and affected more than 400 others in China. And it's now spread to several other countries as well. On Tuesday, the first case outside of Asia was announced. That was a man from Washington state in the US who had recently travelled to China. So, reporting on the coronavirus first emerged around uh, the 8th of January, when it came out that researchers in China had identified this coronavirus as being behind a spate of mysterious illnesses in the city of Wuhan in China. And it was traced back to a wholesale market there. So this episode is a quick update on what we know so far and can say about this coronavirus outbreak, how it was discovered uh, and how it can spread. Today is also the day that the World Health Organization has convened a meeting to decide if this outbreak can be declared an international emergency. So we might have an update on that soon. Joining me for this episode is the Hindu science editor R. Prasad. So stay tuned. R. Prasad, hi, welcome to the podcast. So what do we know so far about where this virus originated and um, what are the symptoms that it causes? It was first uh, seen in people who were working in the Wuhan seafood wholesale market and people who have visited this market. And it was restricted only to these people and therefore uh, the source of this virus was uh, quite uh, easy to find out. Epidemiologically speaking, it was quite easy to find out the source of the virus. But it is still not uh, sure which uh, animal is responsible for transmitting this virus to human uh, beings. And uh, the the typical symptoms are fever, fatigue, and pneumonia-like conditions where uh, fluid accumulation in the lungs. So traditional uh, ways of treating pneumonia uh, helps to a large extent. And that's how many cases have been treated. Right. We do know that the coronavirus has some similarity to the SARS virus. Um, Can you just explain that a little bit? How are the two similar? They all belong to the same family of uh, virus called the coronavirus. SARS and MERS, MERS also come under the same category. And uh, the name coronavirus is because the virus look, uh, appears to have a crown-like structure. And that's why it's, uh, that's why it's called the coronavirus. Right. right, because it has a halo-like uh, no, structure. It looks like a, a crown, a crown kind of a appearance, the virus. So what, what, what happened after you know, the virus was first discovered? Um, what is the sequence of events to where we are right now? So first, when they observed this 41 cluster of cases, that's when uh, WHO, uh, China reported to WHO. And on January 11th, uh, they were able to, they sequenced the genome of the entire virus and uh, shared this data with the WHO, China. And that that, uh, sequencing, uh, quickly sequencing was a very good uh, uh, thing about China. It did it quickly. That is quite a, a appreciable one, I think, especially considering that in the case of SARS and other instances, the, uh, it, it took a long time for them to sequence and know the genome. Um, so sequence the genome, uh, can you describe that process again? How is that done for the virus? The, uh, the entire genome is uh, sequenced, it uh, tells you like uh, uh, the, uh, what gene, what is there in the 
antivirus and knowing this helps in uh, developing of new diagnostics and uh, it might even help in knowing the uh, oh, developing drugs and uh, vaccines preventive dr drugs and vaccines okay so we've spoken about where uh, where this virus originated what do we now know about its ability to spread initially as i said uh, it was uh, restricted to pay people working in the market mm -hmm. and those who have uh, visited the market then uh, there were instances like uh, especially the case because uh, besides uh, china the the cases imported cases that is people who have traveled from uh, Wuhan uh, city from where this market is mm -hmm. from there to uh, first to thailand and then to uh, there was one case reported in uh, japan and one more case uh, again in thailand in the uh, first case uh, in thailand the person had uh, actually gone in visited the same market but in the case of ja the, ja the japanese and the second uh, th uh, person from thailand they had not gone to the market and in the case of uh, the japanese he had, uh, he had only come in contact with uh, another person who had pneumonia so this and a uh, few other cases in china gave an indication that this uh, virus has already acquired the ability to spread from one human to another human being but then it was considered uh, as limited or the enough uh, evidence was not still not available because healthcare workers who come in close contact with these infected people were not found infected but then a the few days back 15 healthcare workers were found to be infected and that gave the evidence strengthened the evidence that human to human transmission is indeed possible in this case or in this virus and uh, there have been instances where people who have not come in contact with either uh, with the infected uh, people sick or confirmed cases of sick people or gone to the market because anyway the market was closed on january 1st so the source of the virus uh, was uh, was uh, isolated so whatever cases then came up was actually only through human to human tra transfer so this strengthened the uh, idea that the virus has already acquired the ability to spread easily but whether it it's able to sustain that spread is still debatable okay um so you mentioned that acquired the ability to spread um is that is that something that's um is there a technical term for the virus that you it, it 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 needs to sort of build up strength or something to spread the mutations for initially there, there there's a particular mutation is required mm -hmm. it could be any a particular mutation that uh, allows the virus to first uh, transpire from the animal which is the host right. to humans even for that not uh, all viruses uh, can uh, spread there are certain mutations which allow the virus to spread and get lodged and uh, sicken the person while allowing the virus to grow so that even that uh, spread you need a mutation and for the virus to spread from one human being to another you need a different kind of a mutation which will allow because you're now talking in terms in the case of animals you it, it is through direct contact with the animal right. or eating the uh, uncooked or semi cooked uh, uh, food but in the case of human to human transfer it could be through just through uh, air droplets either through come actually coming in contact with the body fluids or through air, uh, dro air droplets 
So there again the virus need to uh, have undergone certain kind of a mutation which allows it to spread in this way. Okay, so it has spread and you also mentioned, uh, you know, the spread has to be sustained. Sustained what does that is, mean? Sustained is like uh, you come across a person who, has, who is a carrier, who has not got, uh, actually who doesn't exhibit the symptoms. Uh, but, uh, but, and uh, therefore is not uh, con as considered as confirmed case. You just come across, uh, you come in contact with them, uh, with such a person and you, uh, you get infected and you in turn spread it to somebody else. So that, that way the chain of transmission becomes uh, wider and th that's when the, uh, it becomes a pandemic, it, it uh, gains that strength to become a pandemic. Okay, um, we covered this briefly I think in an earlier question but uh, what do we know now about the geographical spread? So it originates in Wuhan in China, where else has it now uh, travelled to? It has uh, already uh, spread to uh, few 13 provinces in China right. and the most cases are uh, found in the Gondong uh, K, uh, province, 26 cases have been found there, 10 have been found in Beijing and 9 uh, in Shanghai. But totally it has spread to 13 provinces which indicates that it has already spread widely. And you have uh, cases uh, uh, reported, uh, imported though it is imported, one in Japan, uh, two of, uh, now four in Thailand, one in uh, Taiwan, one in US, one in South Korea. So uh, it might, and now with the onset of the uh, uh, lunar or uh, New Year holidays, right. millions of Chinese are expected to travel via inside and outside China. And this could mean that the, 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 there would be at least a thousand, thousands of people who would be carrier, carriers of this virus and spread the virus far and wide. Okay, so I just want to get an idea based on what we've said about um, the ability of the virus to spread, what we know about this ability of the virus to spread and where, how quickly um, it already seems to have been transmitted. Where would you place the seriousness of this outbreak in comparison to say uh, the SARS, um, the SARS outbreak, or say something like Ebola, Ebola is quite uh, very, rather very easily preventable because uh, in the case of Ebola, you need to come in contact with the body fluids. Right. It does not spread through air. Mm. So that way, prevention is very very easy. And moreover, in the case of Ebola, you have a, now you have a drug to pro uh, treat the case. And you have a vaccine to prevent it and another vaccine is also being under trial there. So there is, uh, Ebola is a very very easy case if uh, LK can be provided uh, at, on time. Right. In the case of uh, SARS uh, of the 8,000 uh, over 8,000 cases that were reported, 7,700 odd uh, people died in 37 countries. In this case now uh, 440 confirmed cases have been found and about uh, 9 deaths have been uh, seen. So it's too early to say how dangerous this virus uh, is. But at the same time the virus once it, it has spread to humans can mutate further. It can either acquire the ability to spread very easily and very quickly uh, between human beings 
and it could also become more lethal. It can uh, acquire mutations where it can become more lethal and cause more deaths. So, um, only late, uh, if this if this virus keeps spreading and if it is there in the population for a longer time, then chances are there that the virus would acquire more mutations and make it more deadlier. Okay. Um, so, you have an interesting piece that's coming out tomorrow about how um, the WHO has released information about the spread of the virus only in bits. Uh, they took a while to update their website and they've only been sporadically tweeting out um, this information. Um, what's, what's been the WHO's approach to this? Can you just tell us a little bit more about that in detail? It's not known what, what WHO's approach has, uh, has been, but all, all I can say is uh, they have been quite uh, regular in updating uh, via uh, tweets. They have been regularly tweeting, uh, providing information about the cases and deaths and new uh, spread to other countries, etc. But we don't, we don't see the same alacrity where, uh, in the case of updating the website. Even in the case of uh, uh, Twitter, they are more active, the, uh, the WHO uh, main handle of uh, WHO does not uh, retweet what the uh, WHO uh, Pacific region, uh, West uh, Asia Pacific region uh, tweets. So it's quite surprising that uh, while uh, Twitter is a fantastic uh, medium to disseminate news, mm. website is a place where anybody, any uh, person would first land because it's one place where you can put all your information in, in, in one place, in one page or in a few pages. Whereas in the case of Twitter, it's quite difficult to scroll and to look at the various tweets. It's right. Unless you, you, you put them together in one place. Mm -hmm. So for a casual reader or for a person who is eager to know about the virus or what it means, especially when it acquires greater dimension, this virus keeps spreading, one would expect a person to uh, log on to the uh, WHO website and look for the updates and look for what, get to know what the virus is, what, what it can do, how it can be prevented. While WHO has provided much information about the ways to prevent it, the same can't be said about the spread, the number of cases. Uh, uh, it has not been updating it quite regular, regularly. And this is in complete contrast to how CDC has been doing. Okay. If you go to the CDC website, both the Atlantic, uh, Atlanta website, the US uh, website, as well as the China uh, website, right at the top of the uh, pay, uh, website, uh, um, you have a banner about this new coronavirus. And if you click on that, it gives you plenty of information and it also provides you a link to the WHO uh, CDC uh, China site. So it provides much more information in one place. And this is what one would expect the WHO uh, to have uh, followed. It's quite surprising that uh, after the la uh, update in 17, January 17, for full four full days, there was, the website was never updated. Right. It was only updated on January 21st. Okay. So, uh, the, and uh, during this uh, four days, much had happened in the case of, uh, in uh, like in terms of spread uh, within uh, China, spread to other countries, 
the uh, spread from one human to human easy spread and even they finally the uh, expert, expert committee uh, which is meeting on Wednesday to decide if this particular coronavirus constitutes a public health concern of international public health emergency of international concern right um so this this emergency meeting of the who i just wanted to also get an idea if the who declares it uh, an, an an emergency of international concern um how does that empower healthcare uh, officials that uh, focuses uh, the moment uh, who announces that the entire focus is on now developing diagnostics mm -hmm. across the world. So the, the focus is on developing diagnostics, developing dr drugs or vaccines, then uh, the to find the uh, host uh, animal and how it is transferred, what mutations are required uh, for it to sp uh, spread from one human to human, what mutations have it gained, has it gained already, what more mutations it can acquire in the future. All these things, the entire the research uh, into this particular virus, as well as the source, the epidemiology, everything comes into focus, and there is more money pumped in. Right. In this case, China might might not uh, need external funding. It it's an economy superpower by itself. But uh, especially in the case of like in the case of Ebola, when it was announced, it helped in generating so much of surplus funds uh, funds from other countries to first to provide healthcare to people who are suffering as well as to come up with uh, drugs and vaccines. Okay. And, um, you know, how concerned do people in India have to be about um, this new virus? Well, uh, every country has to be uh, concerned, especially uh, in, in our case, it's a border country. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, but it all basically depends on uh, the physical movement of a person from China to India especially from an infected area, like if a person is traveling from Wuhan city to India, that will be a particularly concerning one. So therefore, much like other airports in other countries, in, even in India, many of the airports have started screening for people. So you screen for people with fever and other symptoms. And you isolate. The first step when you come across such a cases is to isolate. The moment you isolate, you're minimizing the risk of spread.